Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. The show that takes you home. The Home Stretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City, 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN you, Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Home Stretch, ESPN Kansas City. I want to get into a lot today, so I'm not going to have a long, drawn out open. Kyle behind the glass. Todd Lebo in studio with us. I was going to start the show off talking about Derek Carr, about how I got sunburnt golfing on March 5th, but that's for later because we have two big stories that are going on right now. Orlando Brown Jr. not expected to be franchise tag, which means the Chiefs will either come up with a long-term extension or they will let him walk. And then Frank Clark, just now coming out, didn't come to a deal. Frank Clark now expected to hit the free agent market. Lebo, which one do you want to start with first? Frank Clark or Linda Brown Jr.? Which one do you think is more pressing in your mind? Well, I think the bigger thing for the Chiefs' future would be Orlando Brown. With Orlando Brown Jr., the main thought was, all right, they might not come up with a long-term solution or a contract extension at this point on March 6th, March 7th, but the franchise tag seems to be in play even if you don't think Orlando Brown Jr. is your future left tackle, you might as well bring him back on a franchise tag, have him play one year. It's a reasonable contract for a left tackle, at least a left tackle, left tackle of his caliber. You draft a guy, uh, maybe get another young guy, see what you have in him, but at least you have one year that you know what you have. That doesn't seem to be on the table anymore. Genius is more of the Chiefs playing hardball, saying we're not going to do this. We're not going to stick around, franchise tag you for one year. Maybe you don't show up. Maybe you're irritated. Or is this a case of the Chiefs saying, you know what? We have something else planned. You're no longer part of the future. I don't know if he's part of the future. I mean, the, the plan very well could be that he signs a long-term deal. Yeah. What we have right now is reports, right? We have a report from Garofalo, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one who said the Chiefs are looking for a long-term solution, not a year-by-year thing. That's what he said. But he didn't say that long-term solution is not Orlando Brown. Sure. Right? The way that the, the calendar works on this, they have to, till tomorrow afternoon, at about this time, right, to tag someone. And then even if you don't get someone tagged, you have until next Monday to, to exclusively work with him. And even next Monday, he can still talk to the Chiefs. He, sure. He can be legally tampered with by anybody. So – we're living this, and this is what we're going to live this week every year. Because, and you go ahead and mark some tweets. Hot takes will be sure. coming out about this. Here's the deal nobody knows what is exactly behind the Chiefs' thoughts or Orlando Brown's thoughts. The way I've been talking about this is last year went about as smoothly as you can have for a franchise tagged player. It was a mess. They tagged him. As you recall, he did not have an agent. Yeah. So they couldn't even try to – when you tag them, you hope to tag them and then just use that time before July 15th or whatever and work a deal out. Well, they couldn't even do that because he didn't have an agent. So they, they couldn't talk or sign anything, and it's a complicated thing. You're working – they offered him a six-year, 120 million dollar 
whatever, only 35 guaranteed, average annual value 23, blah, 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 blah. Huge contract. Yeah. Not quite Trent Williams' contract, but this just in. He's not quite Trent Williams. <laughs> but Even though he's 10 years the younger. The guarantees the Chiefs could have been out of it basically after this season based on what the contract was offered. So I get to an extent, sure. it was the majority of it was funny money. We, By the way, just really we, quickly, it was Albert Breer. He's the first one, or the one that said the The one that I'm okay. looking at right here is Albert Breer. I think, Breer. I, I think uh, Garofalo said the same thing on NFL Network. Whatever. Okay. They're all saying it because they're all hearing it from the same person. <laughs> Correct. It's the same message. <laughs> you ever watch political shows and there's talking points? The talking points are out, okay? Yes. And these are coming from the Chiefs. Okay, so those talking points are out. Orlando Brown was a good soldier last year. He, he didn't do the OTAs and stuff like that. That's fine. He got to camp two days late before they ever got on the field. He was in camp, and, and it was not a problem. He worked hard the whole time. Every time you talk to him, he said he's happy to be here. He'd like to work a deal out, all those things. He did everything right. He played fine football for the Chiefs, okay? We were on the Border Patrol this morning talking about this before any of this stuff came out, and I said this is going to come down to Orlando Brown as much as anything, how he feels about Kansas City, right? Does he want to be here? Sure. He wants to be here. He's going to be here. There's a number that he can be here at. But if he wants to go break the bank, which I never complain to anyone for breaking the bank, especially someone like him who wasn't a top-five pick, he didn't get $25 million guaranteed on his first contract – he made like two times more money this season than he had made in his whole career. We all know how this game doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're going to go get money, you have a chance to do it. This is that time to do it for him. If that's what he wants, and now he's got a ring, and he doesn't have to go you know, worry about that winning part, and you just want to go get money, that may be what it is. Or they've... Maybe they feel like they're somewhat close on some sort of long-term deal. Sure. And now we're all just overreacting because he's not going to get a tag. That seems likely. It could be. And it also seems likely that there was too far of a difference. It could be way too far apart. I know it's silly, but it really is 50-50. Now we know that the franchise tag's not here. We have a better understanding and something should be more clear sooner rather than later, at least in regards to Kansas City. I'd seen there was, uh, Verdram, I think, tweeted there was supposed to be a conversation today. I don't know what time that was going to be. I don't know if that was later today or it was already happening. If that was before they have said, hey, we're not tagging you. I know this. In today's world of covering these things, you hear news and you tweet it out real quick. Sure. That's what you do. And then we let all the chips fall where they may after that. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't have a real good feeling that this means he's gone sure, or that he's here. I know this. The Chiefs, I get that they don't want someone to have a, a, a number of like $18 million this year, and they don't have any assurances that he's going to be on the team next year. I, there aren't many places where you've seen someone get double tagged and it goes great. Mm-hmm. After a while, you're like, oh, blue, you, know, blue, <laughs> you know, whatever. Kirk Cousins comes to mind. Right? Sure. So – if he, if that's the reason he didn't want to be tagged, and they, they were far apart, then he could be gone, and now they got to start from from square one, or maybe they'll announce some sort of a long term deal that's a good number for him. What would his cap number have been this year if he'd signed that deal last year? Oh, I don't. It would have been under yeah eighteen million dollars probably. They would have had the thing stretched out forever. Maybe they're working on a similarish deal. I'll ask you this question. You like all the numbers and yeah. all the contracts. If they offered him that 
same deal this year that they offered him last year, would you be happy if he signed it? As a Chiefs fan and someone who wants them to have enough money to do what they do. Sure, I, I think I'd be very, I, I would say more yes than no. I, I wouldn't be thrilled because, again, I the, the overall number is so high, but I don't think we're really looking at the overall number. You look at the guarantees. You look at when the out is. And, again, based on when the, when the out was uh, off the top of my head from the original contract last it's year. like after two years or something. I, right? I'd be so, fine with that. Yeah. You're, you're really, it's a lot of funny money. It makes him feel good because it makes him feel like, oh, look at all this money I have. In reality, in totality, the guarantees aren't there. And that's what the holdup was last year. I, I said even if you want to lower the overall number and give more guarantees, I'm fine with it. He is a, we were laughing in the hallway. We always go, he's a top. 10 left you ask it as Ish. a question he's what 8 to 12 but in you when you look at the open market right now the free agents the the rookies you're not going to get realistically a franchise left tackle cornerstone at 31 because the Miami Dolphins obviously tampering with Tom Brady there's no 32 mm-hmm. Chiefs have picked 31 Brett Veach as good as he is you can't all of a sudden make a franchise left tackle appear in the draft that's not how it works when you look at the free agent market what do you want Eric Fisher Luan, mm-hmm. do you want forty-one-year-old Jason Peters? No. Are you going to move Joe Tooney from left guard to right ta- to left tackle? I mean, there's not a lot of good options. Orlando Brown Jr. realistically is your best option unless there's something in the works of a Laramie Tunsil splash trade. When you break it down, it feels like there's probably a situation where they're closer on an extension than letting him walk. Now, if you let him walk, realistically, you're getting a, what, third-round pick for uh, compensation, compensatory, right? around there? I, I understand it's a sunk cost as well. You don't overpay because you gave up what was an equivalent of a first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. It's a sunk cost. Well, don't I, double down on a decision. But I think we can look at it this way. They got a first-round draft pick worth of play out of Orlando Brown. They got solid left tackle play for two years, and they mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl. Yeah, You can't really complain about that. The results are there. The results are there. The difference between, like, you know, whatever, Trent Williams is the best left tackle. He ain't been winning Super Bowls. Sure. Okay? You need to have more stuff besides just that. Well, correct. I mean, the, the San Fran is a great team, and he was a big part of that, but also doesn't hurt that they were on the fourth quarterback. Right. This year, you, you got to have a quarterback. So should you spend all that money? on I mean, they were willing to do it on Trent Williams, mm-hmm. and he said no. He wanted to go out there. So, but we gotta quit thinking your your the traumatic memories that Chiefs fans have is Mike Remmers playing left tackle. Sure. Okay. There's something between Mike Remmers and Orlando Brown, or Mike Rivers, or Mike Mike Remmers and and Eric Fisher. Perhaps there's a Juju Smith-Schuster of left tackles, who's who's a guy who is maybe worth a three- or four-year deal or something like that, who's not Trent Williams. But, I don't know who that is. or But I know this. If there's someone out there who is 27, 8 years old, who's a good player, I think this is a place where they'd like to come play. This is what I have right now for you. This is just spot track, quickly looked up, so I apologize if I'm missing some names. Orlando Brown Jr., Mm -hmm. Taylor Lewan, who we mentioned. Who's old. Eric Fisher, who's old old and got hurt when he went to Miami on a short term last year. Kelvin Beecham, who's old, 34. Jason Peters, who's old, old. old. And then Dakota Dozier, who's 
don't know who he is, and old. So there's not much. There's not much. Yeah. Is there? Is there? We we joked about this too. Is there? Um, could Joe Tooney actually play left tackle? The contract screams yes, but we've not seen it in any sort of consistent nature. Played it in one game, right? One game. Was he fine? Sure. Mm-hmm. But one game is a small sample size. Do you trust him? Do you move a guy who is one of the best left guards in football to a guy who might merely be average at left tackle? So then at this point, you're regressing in two spots. If you want to think of it that way, you're literally getting worse at two spots in the offensive line because no one's going to be as good at left tackle as Joe Tooney is. Right. Do you think he's going to be better for over a full season than Orlando Brown Jr.? I don't think so. Probably not. For a full season. But do you have him you have under him. contract? And he's there. Do you think Mahomes in the offensive line is good enough to mask him not being a legitimate full-time left tackle? Because you also have to point out, Orlando Brown Jr., this is the best spot he's going to be in. Mahomes took 26 sacks this year while being pressured a ton. He had more dropbacks than anyone else in the NFL. Orlando Brown Jr. goes to, um, let's just say Chicago. Chicago has a lot of money, connection with Ryan Poles. He's not going to look as good. No. Well, I think the Chiefs did a lot of work to make him look better. Because there were plenty of times earlier this year where it's like, this isn't going to be great. And they, they kind of fought through it. I, here's the deal, man. I, I don't know where the guy's going to end up. I don't know if he's going to end up with the Chiefs or not. It seems to me like if you're not going to tag him, I'm guessing it's more that they're further apart than closer together. But I'm not ruling out that they could work a deal out with him. And I think I would be fine if they worked a deal out with Orlando Brown. But you don't want to cripple your cap on a left tackle. Correct. That's not the way to do it. Agreed. The the Chiefs have done a really good job making the tough decisions that at times, I don't want to say are head-scratching, but maybe unpopular. They've done it with Tyron Matthew at safety. Who's going to play safety if not him? They did it at wide receiver with Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. Who's going to play wide receiver if not one of the best three wide receivers in the NFL? Now it's coming down to... Who is going to play left tackle if not Orlando Brown Jr.? Again, maybe it's an extension. We don't know. We'll probably find out right when we get off this show. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it could, it could happen any second. Looking at the options, barring a trade, this upcoming season, there's not a great option. Are you going to bring back Prince Tegawanogo? Is oft-injured Lucas Niang? Is Darian Kennard, who you moved from tackle to right guard in the cards? Is... Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the dude that played there in the uh, preseason. Well, we also say this, too. We say, well, you can't find a left tackle, you know, lower in the draft. Yeah, you can. Not all these left tackles were drafted in the top five. Orlando Brown was the third-round pick. Sure. Okay? So maybe you could draft someone. But, but how long did it take him to develop? It took a while. And how long did it take even some of the elite top five guys to develop? It takes a while. It, it, left tackle is not typically, typically a plug-and-play. Typically, it's a developmental process, which, again, is why I'm questioning and why I think a long-term extension. Again, we're reading between the tea leaves here. Like I said, it's, what is it, 2-3-14 on on Monday? Monday? Who knows what this is in an hour? Because, again, I think you would have franchise tag him, and if you would have drafted a guy even at 31, that's a year to develop. Yeah. If not, I literally have... Unless, again, a, a trade is in the works. They could be drafting 
trading for a player. They could be trading up. They may love a guy. Andrew Wiley coming back at left tackle. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, that probably wouldn't be the greatest, but I don't know. Would it be yeah. the worst? It wouldn't be the worst. No. So, it wouldn't be the best. It wouldn't be the worst. But what is the best? You know, I mean, I know this. There's like maybe only one thing I want to have the best of in the National Football League I care about, and they have that. It's quarterback. They got the quarterback. You can have the best right tackle in the world. I don't care. Yeah. Even the best left tackle in the world. You know how many Hall of Fame left tackles we've rolled through in the National Football League in the last 15 years who didn't ever do anything? Joe Thomas. Trent Williams. Joe Staley. Uh, Trent the, Williams. The, the Orlando for, Pace, Pace won one Super Bowl. The dude for uh, Jacksonville. Uh, Tony. Um, you know Willie Rope was the best left tackle we ever saw in our lives. He never played in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah. It's I fair. Mean, it's fair. It's not freak out. You have about to have it. the quarterback. You, you have, have to have, have the quarterback. The Chiefs have the quarterback, but now it comes down to you got to protect the quarterback. Now, this Frank Clark story, I, th- I think most of us kind of felt. Here's, here's, I, I know Frank a little bit. I've talked to him a lot of times in the locker room. I don't pretend to know, know him really well. Sure. Or am a friend of him or anything like that. But I know that last year, coming through what he had at the offseason, with his gun charges and all that, mm-hmm. many people thought he was going to get cut last year. Correct. Save the cap money. But they didn't cut him last year because they could – he didn't have a lot of options on where he's going to go or what he's going to do. This was a friendly place to him that stood by him, and so he was able to renegotiate. And this year, if they were going to renegotiate with him, uh, he's got a little more leverage now. Got some more sacks. He's the whatever top three postseason sacker of all time. When he was on the field, he was suspended for a couple of games, right? And he was sick or hurt earlier. When I think he's got his stomach stuff worked out, he feels like he sure. has. He has not had that stuff as often as he had before. He played pretty good football last year. Sure. So now you think about Frank Clark. You think Frank Clark's some old guy. I think he's 29. Yeah. He's not super old. He played 69% of snaps last year as a heads-up. Five sacks. So the counting numbers count, aren't there. Does it count the two games he didn't play? That or, I don't know. You know what um, I mean? That's, that's what I don't know. because he was he Matt was, Connor gave me those numbers, uh, and it was he, he looked about it up. Right. The 69, he's, he's not there all the time. He's, he more more than you thought. Yeah. More, 69% of snaps, is a, that, that's, that's a legitimate yeah, starter. And he, he, I'm telling you, man, he, if you go look at what Frank Clark looked like in 2017, playing for Seattle, dude is skinny now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this stomach thing has messed him up. He's playing different kind of football. But he's a good locker room player, and he's a good player on the field. And you sit there and you look around. I think he probably saw um, Carlos Dunlap come in and be like, wow, man, he's five years older than me. He's still out there sacking people and making money. Sure. So you, you, you think he was like last year? In a dark place, man. This guy had gotten himself in trouble with the law, and the, the league can say bye-bye to you on that stuff. And the chief stuck by him. And now he's probably like, man, I really like it here. But you know what he's got? he got two rings. Yeah. Okay? And the playoff experience. Maybe a team thinks this can just have the Buffalo Bills different. Because Von Miller, no, he's not Von. He's Miller. not Von Miller, but no. Von Miller, for example, was the the piece that the Bills thought would take him over the edge. Take him over the edge. Is there a team? He's not going to get some six year, no, 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 contract no, no, no. Von Miller got. But 
the Chiefs are probably looking to say, hey, man, why don't you let's renegotiate it was cap numbers, like 20-some million or something. It was 28. Like yeah, 28 million. Let's do something with that, sign you to a deal, and now his agent is like, nah, we're not doing that. So in fairness, he did last fresh. year. He did last year. He he somewhat took one for the team well, to, like, to restructure. Yeah. He had he to. didn't have anywhere to go. That's my point. The Chiefs, if they would have cut Frank Clark last year with this uh, gun charge stuff in California sure. hanging over his head, who was calling Frank Clark to come play? Not many teams. He had he had had all these stomach issues. He hadn't performed as well in 2021 as he as he had in the years before. There's no one out there calling him now this year. If he goes out there in the open market, there could be a three-year deal out there for him somewhere. I I was a little surprised with Frank Clark because I I did think restructure was going to get done because I don't think his open market is that robust personally. I I don't. It's no Von Miller, but it's it's probably a few million. I think it could be three years, I don't know, $30 million or something. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Maybe he's not a Carlos Dunlap one-year old man yet. Okay, I, I thought this he, is his last time probably to get a multi-year deal. I thought he was going to transition. And we talked about it on Friday, transition into the Carlos Dunlap, Melvin Ingram role. Mm-hmm. I thought that was in the cards for Frank Clark. Well, it's coming, I, but, but I, I don't. I think I think he sees that that's three years away probably. Because how old was Melvin Ingram? Mm. How old was Terrell Melvin, Suggs Melvin when Ingram, he came in here? Melvin, Ingr- Melvin Ingram, I think, was younger potentially, but had more. Um, I don't know more injuries. Melvin Ingram is thirty three now, so yeah. he would have been around thirty one. Yeah, and, and what's Frank, Frank Clark? Frank Clark he's is like twenty nine, I think. Frank Clark, I, I, I don't know his birthday. Thinks. I don't know when his birthday is. He's, he's twenty nine years old. He'll be. He'll be next month. He'll be thirty. So thirty when the season starts. So he's a little bit younger than those guys. And I'm telling you, you look around at these guys come through. And, you know, listen, Frank Clark made a lot of money when he first signed with the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. And this was also not a guy who was picked in the top five of the draft. He was a later-round pick because he had his issues in college and got kicked out of his school and all that. And then so he comes to the Chiefs, and he got that big, fat bag of money. Correct. And performed well enough. They won the Super Bowl and all that. He's done everything the Chiefs could ask him to do here. They won two Super Bowls with him, and he's performed great in the postseason. That's awesome. And if, if his four years here are two Super Bowls and a bye-bye, there's no complaints about this either. But if he thinks he can go out there and sign a three- or four-year deal, which I wouldn't do. No. But you look around, you know who's still getting deals? Old man Justin Houston's still getting deals. Sure. Carlos Dunlap coming in here making – what did Carlos Dunlap get? Two, three million dollars? You know what you're never going to regret? That two million dollar check when you're 34 or whatever. Sure, but you think he would – continuously take that here again i'm assuming there's probably a conversation his agent probably thinks there's a deal out there somewhere yeah one for three was dunlap last year three million dollars uh i I will say look look how much dunlap's made in his nfl career dunlap has made actually 81 million in 13 seasons guess which frank clark's made more than that 81 million is 81 that's his cash number now in eight years eight years all right so you know how much money's justin houston made 100 million dollars you know I, I'm just where I'm at with Frank Clark is I thought he was positioned to translate into the Melvin Ingram, Carlos Dunlap role. I didn't think his market's going to be robust, and maybe it's still not robust. But he wants to ta- bet many, on himself. How many teams does it take for the market to be robust to give you money? Only takes one, right? Sure. You don't need seven teams bidding if you've convinced one team that you're a good player and that you're worth. 
and you've cleaned up your business, right? Houston's made 101. Justin, he's made, made 101. Yeah, uh, he's a great player. I, I wonder if there's anything to Frank Clark still wants to start and the Chiefs yeah, so maybe. Frank Clark can roll out ca- there ca- to the Chargers or something ca- in LA. Came out and said, hey, well, we know George Kolak is to start on one side. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks think the Chiefs are drafting an edge first round or second round. Sure. Uh, Mike Dana. I'm going to tell you something right now. I think deserves more snap share. Last year, right now, on this date one year ago, mm. you had no idea that Trent McDuffie was going to win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs or George Karloftis was going to win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Nobody sure. knew that because they weren't on the damn Chiefs yet. There are people out there right now running around Indianapolis in their underwear hoping to get picked by the Chiefs, and they may – be the next thing you've never heard of. Sure. They played 10 freaking rookies in the Super Bowl in the AFC title game. Played them. Yeah. They weren't in sweatpants on the sidelines. These dudes were out there playing in the game. And there's going to be seven more of them playing in the postseason next year for the Chiefs. And sometimes this, this sucks for fans. You might have to say goodbye to Frank Clark, Orlando Brown. You said goodbye to Tyreek Hill last year. Sure. I mean, all these things happen. It's just tough, man. It's how it goes. What's a little surprising to me, and again, we don't know about Orlando Brown Jr. because, for all we know, a contract deal could be done, right? And it's it's not it's not a good it's not a goodbye. It's an extension. But with the Chiefs reloading last year, you think they'd be able to keep a little bit more of the veterans they have at positions of need because edge and tackle are still positions of need. Right, you yeah. you have all these rookies, rookie deals, Mahomes contracts, very very solid. You're not paying a wide receiver, Travis Kelsey. Is it finally Joshua Kando's time? <sighs> Malik Herring is it his time? Could be, but I'm not saying the Chiefs need Frank Clark. I'm just a little surprised that two guys like him, but- at two critical positions. Again, if any front office and any organization gets gets some benefit of the doubt, it's it's this Chiefs team. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They know more than us. But just where we stand on March March sixth, little surprising. Yeah, it is. But you know, put yourself in a time capsule three years ago when the Chiefs on this date had one hundred and seventy dollars in cap space, right? Sure. And what they do that off season? They give a half a billion dollars to the quarterback and. 100 and something to Chris Jones. Three years ago, after they won the Super Bowl, most people thought there's no way Chris Jones is going to be on this team. They had, they had franchised him, and they didn't think they were going to be able to come to a deal. And they, they did. So I think they'd like to keep all these guys. That was the run-it-back year. They got Sammy Watkins to take less, and you know all mm-hmm. these guys were doing those things. This isn't a run-it-back deal this year. It's a different feel with this team. I think they feel – energized with all the young players we talked about. Sure. Playing on both sides of the ball in the Super Bowl, offense and defense. They have a young core on their offensive line that's still cheap, right? They, Outside of Tooney. They've got uh, name a wide receiver, whatever. You, you think Patrick Mahomes can't play without Tyreek Hill? Just watch. Dude led the league in passing yards and won the Super Bowl. First player to ever do that. So they'll work things out around these things. But right now, you're going to have to deal with, there ain't no run it back on this one. No, no. This is not a run it back. This is a, we can't do this. It doesn't make sense for us. Um, We'd like to have you around, but sorry, we're not going to be able to get it done. And I think they feel pretty good about what they have as young players on this team. 
But you're right. I mean, if you're asking me to rank an order, the I'd rather have a left tackle than a, than a rush end of Frank sure. Clark's caliber. Caliber because he he was okay, but he didn't have 15 sacks this year. No, he had five. Right. Um, so I I would rather have it worked out at left tackle. If you're asking me to choose between one of those two players to have on the team, I'd rather have Orlando Brown on the team. But if you're asking me, like if they a lot of people think they'll try to work something out with Chris Jones and extend him longer, would I rather have Chris Jones on this team or Orlando Brown? Chris Jones. I wonder if this times. is a Chris Jones and Chris Jones potential. Said on the record, he wants Frank Clark back because that's his boy. Yeah, and they they the lockers are by each other. There's a locker in between because when you're old like that, you get a special one in between. Oh, fancy! Now, the Chiefs D plus locker room. Yeah, they got a locker in between. They, them. they probably didn't ask Chris Jones and yeah. Frank Clark. No, they, 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 Chris Jones got more crap piled up in that locker than you've ever seen. Yeah. But they got they're back in that corner, and that's their spot. And they work well together on the field. They like each other off the field. Chris Jones would like to have him back. But Chris Jones, Chris Jones, in my mind, without I'm not some dive into the tape guy, but Chris Jones made everyone better on that team. Yes. I'm not sure who on that team makes Chris Jones better. He's the the catalyst. Joe Cullen. On why they are. Well, no, him. <laughs> I mean, I do give credit there. Sure. But did did Derek Nottie Take up double teams for Chris Jones? No. No. Chris Jones took up – Chris Jones, every – not every sack. Many sacks Mike Dana gets is because Chris Jones is out there taking three dudes on. Correct. It's not the other way around. So, you're you asking me Chris what Jones. I'd like to – They're going to have to figure out something. Now, Chris Jones could play on this number this year, I guess. Sure. But I think they would rather have certainty. I th- and I, how many years does Chris Jones have left of high-caliber play? Uh, what's his age? I'm going to say 27, 28. Yeah. So he's, he's 28 right now, born July, so he'll be 29 and start the season. So, so maybe like three. Three or four. Yeah. Or if he's one of these freaks, like sure. Justin Houston or freaking Fletcher Cox, you know, up in uh, Philly, maybe he's got more. But if you, can, if you can give Chris Jones a five-year extension or something that you can cut him after four, then I think you get the best years of Chris Jones. Sure. And that's more important than the rest of it. I wonder if he's to Legereus Sneed as well. That's an interesting one. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I've said the three guys that you have to keep, Kelsey, Mahomes, Chris Jones. In that order? And <laughs> I, I think if you're talking about the next yes. step down, you're talking Legereus Sneed. Mm-hmm. You might be talking Nick Bolton into that equation now. I think you might be talking Creed Humphrey in that, in that equation now. You don't have to worry about them yet. You don't have to worry about them yet. Right. My point is with Algeria Sneed, though, I wonder if this is one where they finally pay and keep a corner. Because they've not done that. I've not done it. Javarius Ward. They've nope. not done the last dudes. Like, even Marcus, Marcus Peters, Peters they didn't, didn't do. Pay him. So, Steven Nelson didn't pay And him. Steven Nelson was, I understand folks here in Kansas City have, feel a certain way about Steven. He was he's a, a fine good, player. good player. Fine player. I think Barron fine. I think he was a yeah, good player. He's a, he's a good player who's continuing to play in the National Football League. If people keep giving you money to play, you're a good enough player. Yeah. Okay? But they haven't paid any cornerbacks. No. They paid Eric Berry money. Yes. But he's in the corner. He's a safety. He's a safety. Other than that, they go out and they find him somewhere. And they've done a good job developing unheralded guys, which speaking of, that Jerry was Jerry Sneed. He was an unheralded guy. So... I'm intrigued by this. I, but want, they, I think his number is so small, they don't need to mess with him this year. This year, to. but but eventually, now if you want to be super nice guy, and or pay be him, or be sure, yes. that's the thing. If he goes out and has another year like he did last year, 
that money just goes up. That contract, yeah, it, it, it rises. Yeah. We know it. We saw it with Jalen Rams, and we've seen it around the NFL. We saw it with Trevarius Ward. If they wanted to be smart and do it a year before, they could have got him and stole him away from the 49ers, but they didn't. They waited. Mm-hmm. If you wait, a lot of times that contract goes up. It feels like with Jarius Snead, that contract's going to go up. Probably so. Probably so. I, so, I, I mean, you know, maybe, that, maybe that is something that would be, you know, you're not thinking about it. It's not the most important thing on the mm-hmm. thing, but I, I wouldn't be fall out of my chair if you look up sometime in the next two months, oh, Jarius Snead got a new deal. Sure. You know, why not? He's a good player. Um, he's better than anyone expected he would be, and he probably deserves a new contract. But the way it is, you get picked in the fourth round, you yep. sign your deal, that's your deal for four years. This Orlando Brown, I know we're going to go to break, but this Orlando Brown Jr. situation reminds me a lot of the Patriots with Trent Brown, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to pay you. You you were good for us, but we're not paying you. go somewhere else. What happens? He didn't live up to the contract. Where is he at now? Back in New England. Mm-hmm. It feels like a situation. Playing fine, though. But playing fine. Yeah. Could be a situation, same thing with Orlando Brown Jr. He, he's betting on himself. Another team overpays. They get out after a couple years. Next thing you know, he's back in Kansas City. That feels like a real possibility as well. Yeah, I think it, a lot of things are possibility right now with Orlando Brown. Sure. I think it's fluid, man. It's fluid. These things are all happening in like real time, and we're reacting to them because when we see these insiders say something. So. Yeah. Take a quick break. Come back. Home stretch here. ESPN Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch. ESPN Kansas City. Lebo still with us. All right. Before we talk more about the Raiders, the Saints, the Cowboys. Is there any chance that this is the Chiefs playing hardball? The Chiefs trying to say, you know what, we're not, we're just not going to entertain it. It worked for us last year. We played relative hardball with Tyron Matthew. Played relative hardball with Tyreek Hill. It worked for us. We're going to stick with it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I don't, I don't think they treat any. I don't, I don't think they blanket do the same thing with everybody. Sure, I think they treat them all differently, and I think it's the way you should do it. You play hardball with some players, and depending on how they are on and off the field, their agents, how they react. I mean, this this the whole thing with Orlando Brown is you can't even compare it to last year because the dude didn't have an agent. Yeah. Well, and they talked about that earlier on. About, well, a couple weeks ago, they said we finally have a. There was no ramping up uh, yes, period. Right now, yeah. we have one. That's what Brett Veach said last week at the combine. And you know, I I I don't know what's going to happen with this, but I'm. I'm open to them doing whatever. Um, maybe it's a good faith thing with Orlando Brown, and they're going to negotiate. With him. Listen, we're not going to put tag on you. Let's just work this out. Sure, that could be that too. I do. Maybe feel they want to throw the tag on someone else. I can't imagine. There's a Tommy case. Townsend, baby. You're not going to make him the highest paid punter, so you tag him for five point five mil. You know, that's an interesting one, by the way, because Tommy Townsend is a restricted free agent, or I is think he? So. Or he's one of two. I know Derek Nottie is, and. Uh, I thought it was Tommy Towns. It was the other restricted free agent. Uh, it's interesting because the Chiefs didn't bring back Dustin Colquitt. Remember, they, they cut him mm-hmm. over a million dollars. And Tommy Townsend, one of, if not the best punters in the NFL last year, probably going to be up there asking-wise with one of the top punters in the NFL contract-wise. The Chiefs pay five-plus million for a punter, for a team that does not punt very often. That's going to be something to watch. They have to hold a lot. How is he as a holder? Not ideal. Mm. Not he got ideal. better, though, didn't he? He got be- Well, 
or Butker started making them. Well, it's Butker all got together. healthier. It's, it's all, all together. It's, it's all, all together. And Butker's never had a bad season until this year, but he's also never been this injured until this year as well. But I think Tommy Townsend is an interesting one to watch. Um, but I do think, if I had to say what my thoughts were right now, I do think a long-term extension gets done with Orlando Bryant Jr. based on the players I listed out. There's not a great option. I don't think at 31 you're getting a guy that's ready game one, week one, to make an impact the way you can at edge with George Karloftis. Even him, we saw him, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson. You still you look at the first eight games of the season, what'd they do? Struggle. The trenches are different than other positions. Trenches are different. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Creed Humphrey and, and, and Trey Smith were fine, obviously, early on. But you look at the tackles, it's not com- it's it's not uncommon to see those guys struggle, especially there and at edge. Uh, Derek Carr agreed to a four-year contract with the New Orleans Saints. Apparently, the Saints keep saying, hey, finally, a middling quarterback will take us somewhere. We'll keep paying one. One's going to work. Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Derek Carr. I don't know where they're finding all this money. We always say the cap's real. The, the, the cap's legit, and the Saints are trying to find a way of saying, no, it's not, no, it's not. We'll just keep kicking the can down the road. Uh, I don't understand this. Also, Taysom Hill, still on the, the roster, and they can't get out of that contract. What do you make of Derek Carr going to New Orleans? It's just the price of doing business for quarterbacks, I guess. I mean, and, and it's, it's a pretty big number on the contract, but it's not all guaranteed, whatever. It's anyway. 150 $100 million in guarantees. That's a lot of money guaranteed. Sixty million fully fully guaranteed at signing. Another ten million once he starts year three. The deal he will earn sixty million the first two years of the deal. Yeah, that's a lot of money for Derek Carr. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what it costs to pay for quarterbacks. I mean, Derek Carr, um, Orlando Brown is the whatever ranked tackle. What is Derek Carr? I think we were joking about it. Derek Carr. And Orlando Brown Jr. are the equivalent, probably, of each other. You ask Derek Carr, where's he slot in? You're maybe top ten, probably twelve. Probably not. Probably maybe probably maybe top fifteen. I, I think he might have been fourth in the division. No, he was better than Russell Wilson last year, and it's not even close. He was better than Russell Wilson last year, but yeah, come, I mean, as far as like his career, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not dying on. on a Russell Wilson. You're head. not. You're not getting I'm into not. this. I'm not. I won't. Do you have a favorite shirt? That you've watched, you've had since oh, you yeah. were like 23. Is Derek and Carr you, your favorite shirt? No, no, no. That was Russell Wilson. The amount of how washed he is is oh, your okay. favorite shirt you own. That's how washed Russell Wilson is. But but he's not, I'm looking at the standings right here. He's not Josh Allen. No, but he's probably 10 is to 12. Is Joe Burrow? No. Get, get would to, you rather have Lamar? Yes, but get to the, get to the quarterbacks who are not top would 10. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence? Yes. You, you, is would he you is he Tannehill? He's better than Tannehill. Yeah, much better he's, than Tannehill. I, I think is he? he's better than Dak Prescott. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. Would you rather have uh, Daniel Jones? No, I'd rather have I'd rather have Derek Carr. Would you? Yes, I'll I'll put him at the edge of the top ten. That's my point. That's probably where and you're putting Orlando you Brown Jr. That's what you have to pay him. And the Saints, who went seven and ten last year, there's they're playing in a horrendous division. The Buccaneers without Tom Brady, they're blowing that thing up. It looks like Carolina's I, got nothing. I get it. You, you think you have the best chance to make the playoffs, but once you make the playoffs, that division, what are you doing? Is Jameis going to go back get him, to get Tampa? Him back to Tampa, make things right. <sighs> Who's Carolina going to play quarterback? Bryce, Sam, Darnold. Maybe they could try Baker again. Yeah, who knows? Baker looked like he was pretty solid in uh, in L.A., huh? Baker was fine with the Rams. No, I just 
The Saints started this year fifty million over the expected twenty twenty three cap. Mm-hmm. Then this, yeah. I where are they going to make it up? Well, Michael Thomas is probably gone. But the whole point of the Saints where they had a great team outside a quarterback. But this doesn't really move the needle. You're in a no. horrible division. You are probably going to make the playoffs if you have Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston start either way. Derek Carr is an improvement over those guys, but how much? You, you're going from seven wins to win the division to now you might win nine and yeah, win the division? I don't know. What are you doing in the playoffs? I get it. The NFC's not the AFC. Derek Carr, go through the list of NFC oh, quarterbacks. Yeah, it's, 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 he, he's top three. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Top three. I mean, right now, Jalen Hurts. Aaron Rodgers. What about Dan Jones? I, I told you, I've, I've Derek Carr over you like Daniel him better Jones. Than Dak. I like him better than Dak, and I like him better than you like Kirk him better Cousins. Than Gino? I like him better than Geno. I like him better than Geno. Kyler? Kyler's missing half the year. But I'm just asking. If full season, I don't know. Kyler Murray's Ritter? more talented. I like him better than Ritter. I like him Justin better than Fields. Fields. I'm not a Justin Fields guy yet. I'm waiting to see on these guys. Golf. <laughs> golf had a great year. He's very golfy to me. Golf had a great year last Golf's year. Golf's been to a Super Bowl, though, so. Yeah, a little different team. Might be a bigger deal if he actually took the Lions to the playoffs. That's actually more more uh, impressive than making the Super Bowl with the Rams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it would <laughs> Have be. Have a parade. But I'm just shocked by this. I'm shocked by the Saints. Well, this is a year for quarterbacks to go make money. Last year, there weren't as many places to go land. It Correct. didn't seem for the quarterback market. But now everyone went through a year and they don't like their quarterbacks. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, who we got? What well, are we doing here? I, I think a lot of folks, myself included, the, the biggest, the one that made the most sense was the Jets. And it sounded like the Jets were kind of screwing around. Waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Waiting right? on Aaron Rodgers. And he's like, I'm not going to play second fiddle. I'm going to New Orleans. But with the Jets, you can see an upgrade. You win five games with Zach Wilson starting. You throw Derek Carr in there, that's going to be a big difference. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be a big difference, too. But the contract and the, the money Aaron Rodgers is going to command now just got higher. He's the last big domino to fall. Carolina and still I needs a quarterback. I wouldn't want that guy on my team No at all. chance. No. I think Derek Carr, you at least have a guy who's a good leader. A guy that um, seems to be honest and, and just... He seems like a guy you want to lead your football team. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. He's not as talented as Rodgers, but he handled all those situations in Vegas and Oakland. Mm-hmm. Grant a plum. Yeah, he's a good teammate. Seems like a great teammate. Of the team. Rodgers for the past four years now has basically been like, ah, am I in? Am I out? I don't know. Yeah, he's the anti-Rodgers. Good teammate, open book. You know, I there's a lot of things I like about Derek Carr, but I don't think he's going to be some great player. But you have to pay for it. It's what you pay for. Sure. You pay for starting pitching. Pay for quarterbacks. It's what it is. Where does Rodgers go now? Does he go to the, to the Jets? Does he go to Carolina? Does he stay in Green Bay? Does he go to Oak or uh, Vegas? Because now Vegas? Devontae? Are they going with Jarrett Stidham? No. <laughs> I, I don't think Jarrett... You look around the AFC West, Jarrett Stidham's going to get it done for us? No, I don't think that's going to be. They, they need to probably make a splash. That's your baker right there. I, I just... Very interesting what's happening around. There's only, what, four quarterbacks, maybe, this year in the draft that are coming out that you're like, okay, there's probably a guy in there. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, maybe Levis, maybe Richardson. Yeah, I watched Richardson throw. Everything else was great. The throwing wasn't great. 
Everyone liked his uh, running. And well, that's the, great and all. The cone drills and the leaps. But you watch him throw, you're like, ugh, not quite ready for the NFL. Well, similar to Will Levis in Kentucky. Yeah. Will Levis, you're sitting here going, okay. You watched him throw in games. Ugh, not uh-huh. much. I, I watched firsthand yes. the Zoo-Kentucky play. I'm not blown away by that. No. At least with Josh Allen, you saw some of the, the traits. The you, wow stuff. You saw the wow stuff. I saw Wyoming and Mizzou play. It was, mm-hmm. it was different. Yeah, different deal. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the quarterback is obviously the most important position, and we'll have to watch and see how this thing all shakes out. But this is Domino 1 today, Derek Carr. Correct. And then, so when that moved, we all knew the Raiders were going to have to address the quarterback position. Maybe Jarrett Stidham, who was, who, you know, he looked okay in the two games he played, but they lost them both. Yeah. So, and you also have Devontae Adams there. Yeah. I think he had Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro back at that point. Are you wasting Devontae so you had, Adams? you had full, oh yeah, of course they are. The you Raiders, they waste everyone. But um, they got good marks on that uh, NFLPA thing. They treat their players right and everything. So. Of course they do. Uh, the Cowboys running back Pollard franchised after career year. Not mm-hmm. hugely surprising there. Uh, Don't they already have a franchise running back on that team? They they know that it's it's 1990s football that's going to win them the Super Bowl, of course. Yeah. Jerry Jones was like, we're good in the 90s. Why don't we just play 90s football? I like Uh, Zeke. Somehow it's not worked. And then the NFL reinstates Calvin Ridley from his gambling suspension. Again, the Jaguars, fun team to watch. They franchised Evan Ingram, which is pretty big. Mm -hmm. Uh, They obviously have Christian Kirk under contract, and now Calvin Ridley. Trevor Lawrence took the next step with Doug Peterson as the head coach. Their offensive line's solid, not spectacular by any means, but they're they're, they're okay. I mean, the Jaguars—they're they're a legitimate threat in that division now. Yeah, they I, I think that the be, they think gave the Chiefs all they wanted here at Arrowhead. I mean, that's they're going to be a fun team to watch next year. That this offseason is very uh, interesting to watch because we're going to see some teams who were no longer contenders who might be—I don't want to say Super Bowl contenders, but uh, very intriguing playoff pieces. I think Jags are one. I'm still saying the Jets. If the Jets get a quarterback. If they get a quarterback that'll be a difference maker because they were right there at the end last year, and they're fun too. I mean, they got they got they have good young players on that team, but they just didn't have it at quarterback. If they don't get Rodgers, what are they going to do? Do you run it back with Zach Wilson? Uh, Is Joe Flacco still there? Mike White, Baker Mayfield. Get the Bake Man in there. This is the year Baker needs to be a free agent. You go out there and get yourself a little deal somewhere. Yeah. You go get half of Derek Carr's money? What a life. <laughs> Give me half of Derek Carr's money, and I'll play like Zach Wilson. How's that? You could do that. I think I, I could be Nathan Peterman. Absolutely. I could I could do it. You could do it. I believe in you. If I took one hit, though, I'm out. No, you're fine. Who would hit you? Unhittable. <laughs> I, I The second it snapped to me, I'm throwing the rock. I don't care if I'm getting intentional grounding. Always in shotgun. Always in shotgun. Wow, he took 17 intentional groundings this game. Yeah, but he's fine. But he's fine. He's walking. He's walking. Looking good. Take a quick break. Come back. Home stretch here. ESPN, Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch, ESPN, Kansas City. All right, Lebo, I got burnt golfing on March 5th. Uh, doesn't bode well or does it bode well for this summer? Getting well, get, get a nice baseline. You, like, right hand, not burnt. Left hand, torched. Had your glove on? I have a glove on the right. I'm a lefty. So you, have your, uh, you have your visor on? Hat. Hat. Didn't rock a visor. Too windy. May have flipped up. It was yeah. windy on it Sunday. It was windy. I got a little bit of sun on my head. This I ended up having to eat lunch outdoors, and I didn't mm. have a hat with me. Wow. And I don't You're ever a bucket go hat without guy. a hat. I have a bucket hat. It's in my wife's car. I didn't have a hat. 
And um, I was not out long. It was fairly early, like 11 o'clock. But I don't like to be outside like that. And since I already had like precancers all over me on my head, mm. that I shouldn't have been out there like that. It was bad. My dermatologist would be, dis- di- would, would be disappointed. You should just grow it out. Just grow out the lettuce. It's not really going to cover. Well, I know it's not going to cover. But eventually, you get it long enough. You can either have a, a skull. It. You can have a skullet. No. Or, or you know, like old time rockers who don't want to give give up the the yeah. hair, the skullet where it starts in the back of their. Snoop Dogg is getting close around. to one too. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's hair. If you look at where his is starting, it's it's, it's getting deeper. It's getting deep. It's getting deeper. Uh, or you can just grow it long and have the the comb over. Mm, not the, doing the, that. the wisps. No, no wisps for me. Cut it off easy. No fuss, no muss. All right. Easy peasy. But yeah, that's a that's a good sign that you play golf on March fifth. You're not playing golf probably Thursday or Friday. No. It's going to be a little rainy and cold. No, I'll be in Chicago. There's basketball to watch. Be nice up there. You taking the clubs? Yeah, when it snows, it's going to be great. Yeah. Big snow Why are you golf going to Chicago guy. in March? Going to a concert. Who is it? Winston Surf Shirt. It's their first band. They're Australian. First band or first tour in the United States. My girlfriend loves them. I got it for Christmas because I'm an absolute sweetheart. Yeah? Yeah, I'm a gentleman. You're a darling. Winston what? Surf Shirt. Winston surf shirt. What's it like? Kind of like Jamiroquai. A little fun. Yeah, kind of like, like poppy. Kind of, kind of like funk pop. Um, Is it a whole full band of guys? Yeah, it's a full band. Mm-hmm. You know, get get a little um, ensemble, some saxophone thrown horns, in there, some yeah. horns in there. Be a good time. I'm gonna listen to Winston. It's kind surf of like a, like a dive bar too. So we'll. If they ever blow up, we'll be like, we saw them in Chicago at the dive bar. At the dive bar. They're not bar. coming here. No, they're not coming here. Yeah. Don't they know they have a fan here? A, a fan, yes. A Two. Fan. My girlfriend and me. And I, I'm, a, I'm a fan now, yeah. Winston Surf Shirt. Yeah. I'll check it out. That'll be fun. Where are you seeing them? Martyrs, I think. Where's that? Somewhere in Chicago. Down in the business? Or where is it? It is somewhere in Chicago. Wrigleyville? We will find out Downtown? when we drive up there and we get to the place. You're putting some miles in the car. Oh, yeah. We drove to Louisville last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I got a new Jeep, though. Ready to Put go. Did you ever sell that other one? Still have it. Didn't sell it. If you tried to sell it, didn't you? Well, I, I thought I was stuff. getting undersold, and now I, I wanted to prove a point. I was the Chiefs of Orlando Brown Jr. saying, you missed it's, the, not, it's not worth it. You missed the used car bubble, though. I was saying, it's not worth it. And then I go, I can find something better. And what did I do? I kept it. Now it's just sitting there. You and start it every once in a while? Every once in a while, start it. And If you want to buy a Jeep, 07 Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. It's me. If you want to listen to Ted Nugent stranglehold with the doors off, I'm your man. Cassette stuck in there. No, no, no. We got we got the capabilities to put your phone on there. It's not Bluetooth fun. though. No, not Bluetooth. No. Plug home, it in. A home stretch Cassette here. Thing pops in. ESPN Kansas City back live in studio tomorrow, three to four p.m. Until then, we are out.